Welcome everybody to the inaugural episode of Imagine Faith Talk. This is the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything you've been called to be. My name is Kevin Lushla, and if you've heard a little bit about me, you may know that I'm part of a vocal band, an acapella group called Pentatonix, and we've had some pretty unprecedented success in the music industry. I'm also a husband and a dad. And I'm Donovan Donnell, and I've been fortunate enough to partner with this amazing man over here, but I have a story of my own. I used to be a male exotic dancer, a stripper, a fantasy salesman, and God transformed my life and told me I didn't give you those gifts for that. And presently, I am a certified life coach, two-book author, and public speaker. (laughs) Donovan, man! This has been a long time coming, man. Oh, yes, it has. <laughs> oh, yes, it has. <laughs> man, so look, now that you know a little bit about us, let's get straight into it. Let's now, go. Donovan, you remember during the pandemic in 2020, you yeah. and I were hosting a Bible study over Zoom. And yeah. that's how we met Core, our producer. I've actually known Core for 10 plus years in China. And he told us what y'all are actually doing is a podcast. And you and I had so much hesitation on this because we got such busy schedules (laughs) and whatnot, what have you. But Cor said, just pray on it for one week. Mm. So we did that. And at the end of the week, you and I both heard a resounding yes. At the same time, man. Literally at the same time. What in the world happened in that moment? And why are we starting this podcast, Imagine Faith Talk? Listen, this is what happens when you pray. And I think Cora was very strategic in that. He didn't just say, hey, here's my heart's desires. Does it line up with your desires? He said, pray about it because mm. our goal is really to align our hearts with God. That's how you find success. That's how you find fulfillment. And so once we recognized that God wanted to do it because of our relationship with God, we knew that it was going to result in a, in a fulfillment in an exceedingly abundantly above what we could ask or think. So the only reasonable thing we could say was yes to. <laughs> and that's what we did. I mean, let's create a scenario. For everybody who's listening, we don't necessarily know your personal backgrounds. Maybe you're an entrepreneur. Maybe you're an author. Maybe you're a creative. We don't know. Maybe you're a student. But do you feel like you have something to offer your world? Maybe you have this artistic genius that's inside of you that you want to birth out. Or maybe you have a business idea that you think could change the lives of many. Or maybe the thing you're trying to offer is being the best example to your family and to your kids. At the nucleus of it all, what you're trying to be is a high performer. Now, I know that's a bit of an unusual term, and we didn't make it up. I heard this term from Brendan Burchard, who's one of the top high-performance coaches in the world. He works with CEOs, top-level athletes, you name it, he's probably worked with them. And he says that high performance is an elevated, sustained level of success. Without going through the highs and lows, the peaks, the valleys, the ups and downs, it's a sustained level of success. In any area that matters to you. Mm, That's good. So then Donovan. Yeah. What do you think keeps us from that high level of performance? What do you think keeps us from that sustained, elevated success? I think one of the things is not only our ego, but it's our lack of understanding of why we're here on earth in this generation. I think that once we have a relationship with God, then all these things become clear and we're able to find consistency and sustainability and efficiency and all those wonderful words that high performers really want to walk in because the God who created us has given us clarity and insight to what he has put us here for. Absolutely, man. I mean, because without that, maybe you're just hitting a ceiling or a wall. Maybe you're afraid of going to the depths that you know you need to go to. Maybe you feel like you don't have it inside of you. Maybe you've heard so many people tell you that you don't have it inside you. Or 
Maybe you've told yourself that one too many times that you can't and that it's not possible. Well, like Donovan said, one of the first reasons that we started this podcast is to tell you that there's a divine fulfillment waiting for you. Yeah. Now, I know that sounds crazy because some of you have experienced things in life that feels completely the opposite of that statement. But there is a divine fulfillment waiting for you. What do we even mean by that, Donovan? I think that when it comes to fulfillment, we have to remember that there's something inside of us that wants to come out, like you said earlier. And fulfillment means that we're bringing something to completion. Let's simply talk about it. High performers have potential. Potential inside of them to make an impact, to be of influence in their respective areas, right? And so fulfillment happens when what you know is inside of you comes out in the way it's supposed to come out and does what it's supposed to do. But how else would you know that unless you talk to the one who put it inside of you for a purpose? And so fulfillment is closely tied to purpose and purpose requires your faith man that is so good right on this podcast we said that we believe that faith in god yes is the key to unlocking everything you're called to be so throughout this podcast on the different episodes that you listen to we're going to be going on a journey through the bible to understand god's keys biblical keys to success and fulfillment now you could take notes if you'd like or if you want to get your bible go get your bible or if you don't even have a bible go download a bible app now let's get into some verses about this divine fulfillment jeremiah 29 11 for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. In Psalms 139, 13 through 14, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Donovan, what are you hearing when it comes to the context of divine fulfillment? Man, what I'm hearing is that God was so intentional about you that he put a life together before he even put you on this earth. It says, I knew you before I put you in your mother's womb. That means that he has something prepared for you. And I'm telling you, the life-changing moment for me was when I stopped praying for what I wanted and prayed for what God had prepared for me. Because I understood through my relationship with him that he was so intentional, that he already had predestined certain things to happen. And I needed to come in alignment with that because that is what was going to bring me true fulfillment. Wow. That is so good because to all of us that are, are trying to grapple with this, this should bring you hope. This should bring you joy. You, my friend, are a one of one. Mm. You are not random. All the unique things that are about you, the idiosyncrasies, the quirks. That you think, I don't understand why I have them. Or maybe you're still trying to figure them out within yourself. They were purposed to you by God because he had a specific plan for you. Donovan, you always say this phrase when we're hanging out, that our births are a strategy by God. Yeah, it was a strategic move, man, putting us on this earth. He put purpose inside of us. Purpose solves a problem or innovates or it helps the thing move forward. Like, it was strategic because you could have been born in the 1600s or you could have been born in the year 2237, but he put you here and he put you now. It was strategic because there's things that he wants done in the earth. The Bible says in this prayer that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How was God's will done on earth as it is in heaven? Through his vessels. That's who we are. There's something in particular he wants done right now and he chose you for 
for it and he gave you everything you need in order to get that thing done right now. It's strategic, man. It is strategic to take back the territory for his glory. You are not an accident. You were on purpose for purpose. Wow. Donovan, can, can you tell us a little bit about your story and how did you start to, to understand the divine fulfillment that was waiting for you? Like, how did you start to see a glimpse of what God was calling you for? Man, in short, honestly, I was so frustrated with the outcomes, with the fruit of what I was producing. That's what happened to me, man. I always say that true frustration is seen, not heard. People who are still complaining aren't really frustrated yet. People who are making the move, they've reached their limit. For me, I had used my gifts to bring about every kind of success I could imagine. Kind of like you said, the fame, the cars, the money, and all this attention and stuff, and it just did not equal fulfillment. I didn't have a joy, a sadness. Satisfaction. I was just in the club taking my clothes off of money, very robotic, very mundane. And I was just like, there has to be more to this, to life. This can't be it. And this is how you find people with all these assets and no fulfillment and end up committing suicide or end up taking a very dark path in life. Because what we're all looking for is that fulfillment, that satisfaction. And for me, it was not in the club. No matter how much money I made, no matter how much I was praised, no matter how many opportunities I had to travel, God said, I had something different for you. But it wasn't until I actually took into account and said, okay, Donovan, something has to give. I stopped. I had a quiet day in a hotel by myself and I prayed to God and I said, what do I have to do? And he spoke one word to me and that word was quit. Listen, I had just finished. I just, I had just wow. had a birthday party at the club that past weekend. So I had made money right. in a very short amount of time. And all he said was quit. So me, I, I, was, I was going to church and stuff. So I, I was kind of like, okay, maybe this is going to be like an Abraham and Isaac situation where I act like I'm a quit guy. I'm going to be like, I heard your heart. You can keep doing it. I'm going to bless you. But, you know, no, he let me sacrifice that whole thing. Just gave it all up. And it was from that moment forward that God took me on this path. And that's when I really got stripped. That's when he wow. took everything. And he told me this phrase that I want to share with you guys today. This is what changed my life. This is what I call my life quote. God said, you'll never know what's within until you have to live without. Wow. And when he took everything from me, I was able to see what he had prepared for me, what he had already put inside of me, but he had to take away all the distractions. And sometimes that's all we're doing on this path to be high performance, just gathering up more and more distractions. And what we're telling you today is that through faith in God, he's going to remove all the distractions to show you where your true power, your true influence and your true impact reside. Dude, that is so powerful, especially the part of having to be stripped of all the distractions so you can really understand yeah. your purpose. And I feel like sometimes, like you said, we have to be stripped of everything so we can fully see the clearest representation of what God had actually called us for so that we can walk in divine fulfillment, whether yeah. it's a good distraction or a bad distraction. Because mine, I guess in a way you could call it a positive distraction. I thought I was made for medicine. And this is a little bit of a long story, but I feel like I have to tell it on this inaugural episode. My dad and my mom, they're immigrants, and they wanted me to be in the medical profession like them because they wanted a better life for their children like they couldn't get in their own home countries. And I wanted to justify their hard work and make them proud. And I actually loved studying. I loved school. I loved learning. And I knew the path for becoming a doctor was something that was easily laid out. It made sense to me. And I loved music. Don't get me wrong. And I had a natural knack for it. But I just never wanted that to be my career. I, I had no passion for that in that sense. That's why I went to boarding school. That's why I went to Yale. But while I was at Yale, God was stripping me, as you were saying, yeah. of the ideals of medicine and putting in me the ideals of what it makes to be a great musician. 
Mm. Right. I had two opportunities, one with Yo-Yo Ma and one with KRS-One, where they both spoke life into me in two different ways that made me realize, oh, my goodness, wait a second. Maybe God is actually calling me to music because what they pointed out in me was the things that were unique about the way I did music, whether it's playing cello and beatboxing at the same time or whether it's playing cello with vocal stylings. And that's when I started to have to ask deeper questions. Okay, God, now that you're stripping me a little bit of this medicine cream, I, I, I don't understand how to go into music. This isn't, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, how are you going to take me out of everything that I know and bring me to a path that I have no idea for? And this is when I met a mentor who's MD, PhD, and also a Nigerian who understood my immigrant background. And he told me this, Kevin, Music's something you're going to have to do now when you're 20. Medicine will always be there. But music, if you feel the call now, you have to move forward. So I have to tell you this, Donovan. After that conversation, this is where I finally stepped into divine fulfillment. I got into my dorm library and nobody was there. And I got down on my knees. And I said to God, I think you're absolutely crazy. This doesn't make any sense, but I cannot deny what you have shown me. Mm. I cannot deny where you're calling me to go. You're going to have to do it because I don't understand how you can take me the distance in being a musician, but I trust you. And bro, let me tell you from the moment I said I trust you, mm. it was like a can of worms opened. I knew I could not go back on my words and God was leading me on a completely different path. And that path as it unfolded, I could have never imagined how much fulfillment I could have received in my life by just trusting him because now I know this path wasn't mine. Yeah, This was God's. You know what's powerful about that? It's like we have the same moment where we just stopped and we prayed. Crazy enough, that's how we started the podcast. Someone exactly. told us to stop and pray. <laughs> and you know what? You know what happens in these moments, man? This is why I think the podcast is so important because what we want to do is downplay our uniqueness because we can't see how it's going to make us successful, make us money, or make our parents proud, or make us of any significance once we're dead and gone, right? Huh. And so we're like, I can't really see it. And so what you said really hit me because I was kind of in the same place. Like, God, quit and do what? Like, this seems to be the only thing that I'm really good at. And that comes from trauma in my childhood. Like, I was touched as a child, and I questioned, was that really the highest of my value? And even uh, in kindergarten, I did Prince Charming. And when I kissed the girl in the play, if you're familiar with the play, everybody, you know, applauded in the crowd. And so, at a young age, I started forming this mindset of maybe entertainment and 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 carnal pleasures is my purpose and it's, it's it's crazy if you have children they're thinking about this at a young age they're wondering what's going to get them the accolades what's going to get them you know that oh that rush and that feeling of love and acceptance and it's wild just to hear you say how you were doing that because you want to make your parents proud me i was searching for something different but it was still along the same lines of being like man i did good I did good with what I was given, but oftentimes people don't see how their uniqueness ties into that. And that's what we want to help you guys with here, how to maximize your uniqueness because it's something that too many people grossly overlook and downplay, but it's actually one of your greatest weapons. Absolutely, man. You, we cannot 
deny the unique abilities that we have. We yeah. cannot deny those idiosyncrasies, those quirks that we have that makes us who we are because those are purposeful. And if we live to that, then we can find the divine fulfillment. But now there's a second part to this statement. Yes, divine fulfillment is waiting for you, but to know the plan, you must plan to know God. Yeah. Let me say that one more time. Yes, divine fulfillment is waiting for you, but for you to know the plan, you must plan to know God. Right? If we look at Jeremiah 29, yes, it says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, right? That's 11. But 12 and 13 say this. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And John 15, five, this is God in the person of Jesus Christ speaking to his disciples. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do Nothing. <laughs> Donovan, what in the world are you hearing from this, man? Man, this is wonderful. Do you see how in that verse through uh, Jeremiah 29 talks about when you seek me, you, you sought him in prayer. I sought him in prayer. Your best move is going to be found in prayer. I think that's what's really hitting me in this verse, like understanding how much we need God, how much we need our creator, how much we need our father to have any fulfillment in this life. Absent God, your life isn't even alive. And I think that that's what I'm hearing in this. Like, yo, I've spent so much time preparing this path for you that you're going to be so overwhelmed by, but you just need to spend time with me. Seek me so I can show you. You don't have to try to figure this whole thing out on your own. You don't have to create an identity and create a purpose. I've already created those things for you. Sit with me, sup with me. I'll reveal them to you. You can get on with living life instead of just enduring it. Oh man, Dude, what you're saying, we talked about this a little bit in our Bible study when we were hanging out trying to understand what God was saying about divine fulfillment. Yeah. If I may give this analogy, we have to know the manufacturer of our car, of our yeah. vehicle, Yeah. right? What, what does that mean? I mean, we talked about it in this way, right? The manufacturer understands the intricacies of how the car is made. Yeah. They understand what is going to make that car run best. And they're thinking about that car's longevity. Yeah. Now, you as the owner of the car, yes, you buy that car. You can use that car however you like. Mm. But maybe the best way to understand the car is to read the instruction manuals from the manufacturer. Yeah. Because the manufacturer knows best how it's supposed to run. If we are going to understand this divine fulfillment, we have to know the one who gave the divine fulfillment to every single one of us. We have yeah. to be so aligned so that we can understand and receive the downloads that will help us walk in so much joy and success that we're called for. Kevin, you could be doing your best and be in the wrong place and feel worthless. Feel like I have nothing, my gifts don't mean anything. And it's like with this manufacturer idea, it's, it's so hilarious. I started thinking about the difference between a Lambo and a Tahoe, right? A Lambo will kill a Tahoe on the open track. But if you go off road, 
If you go off-road, that Tahoe is going to kill that Lambo. A lot of us not knowing our specific and unique design will sometimes have us on the wrong terrain. When you think about these car manufacturers, they're, they're considering ride experience. And for us, as a high performer, that's life experience. What is the experience of me trying to make impact in my industry? Is it up and down? Is it shaking? Am I losing stuff? Maybe you're not on your path. Maybe you weren't built for that path, but because that seems to be the most popular path or the most trending path, you wanna just hop on it. God shows you, hey, here's your lane. Here's where I made you to excel. Here's where you can be successful absent competition. But a lot of times we're just looking at, you know, the five best tips and not talking to the one who created us. We'll find ourselves in a Lambo trying to go off road and being extremely frustrated. If you don't know what a Lambo is, Lamborghini. Let me, <laughs> let, me let me just say that I'm talking in short right now. But it's like you weren't be I wasn't built for everything. I was built for a thing. And when I find out what that thing is, I'll have less L's in my life, man, and more W's. Less L's, more W's, and that's what we're here for. Come on, man. Uh, Donovan, remember, one of the things we talked about as a tenant of this podcast is that love transforms you, right? Yeah. We talk about love transforming us because this is the space we need to know and understand so that we can do our divine purpose, right? It says here, 1 John 4, 7 through 8, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. The one thing that the world is looking for through our unique gifts, through our unique talents, all those things that we have, the purpose of all those things is to spread love. That's the goal. That's the hope. And you are uniquely positioned for a love frequency that's going to resonate to a certain type of person because of who God has made you to be. Yeah. And so that's why for you to have the clearest representation of love, you have to know God. Because once you know that and you will be fully aligned through that lens... The yeah. purpose of your life. Because it says right here in Isaiah 55, 9, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. We have to know the way God loves and we have to contextualize the way he ideates, dreams, thinks, feels, his character, all of those things. Because if we're able to do that, now we have the correct contextualization for our yeah. gifts, our talents, our purpose. And we will be aligned to the way we were created to utilize them. That's why we have to know the standpoint of love and let that transform us first so that we know the purpose that we're called for. Yeah, man. I mean, come on, man. The, the God is love. That's what it yeah. says. God is love. And so love, that big part here, love transforms you. That's what transformed me. That's what got me off my path that I thought I should be on to the path I was supposed to be on. And this is so important that we have to spend time with it. There's a quote that I live by that says, no amount of patience is enough if you're not in position. No amount of patience is enough if you're not in position. Yes, wait on the Lord, but wait where you belong. Yes, be consistent, but be consistent where God plants you because all these efforts equal nothing if you're not where God has placed you. And that's Woo! why we start with love transforms you. It will transform you to see like, yo, I'm doing all this in the wrong place or with the wrong person or with the wrong team. God will show you, here's what I created you for. Here's who I created for you. Get with them and start experiencing life to the fullest. Jesus said, I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. I want to walk in that abundant life, that zoe. But that's going to require me to let love transform me so I can truly see who I am, where I belong, and what I'm supposed to be doing with it. Dude, I love that. That's why if we're going to know the plan, we must plan to know God. 
That's the only way we'll be able to do this. Now that we've gone through all that, one of the other reasons that we wanted to start this podcast is that we wanted to make sure people who are listening understand is that you don't have to sell your soul to obtain your dream. I got to say that not just for you, but for me. You do not in any way, shape, or fashion have to sell your soul to obtain your dream. What do we mean? Let's get into some verses. Mark 8, 36 through 37. What good is it for someone to gain the world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? And Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, perfect will. Donovan, this yeah. impacted you and I so much during our Bible study. What is this? Because I feel like the the pattern of the world, that means that Come on, men and women around the world are, are giving you the best tips in the path that, you know, works statistically. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what God is saying is that we don't conform to that. We let God transform us. And then he shows us what parts of that are applicable to our purpose. That's why this hit us so hard because we realize there's so many gurus out there, so many podcasts, so many people giving you the top 10 tips. And some of them contradict each other. How am I supposed to do them all? You're not. You're not. Spend some time with God in prayer and he'll begin to show you because what could happen is that you spend all your time doing all these things and have no outcome, no form of success to show for it. And God, that's the opposite of what God wants for you. God doesn't want you to spend all your time, energy and talent and then end up compromising and selling your soul to obtain something he wanted to give you freely this whole time. Man, I love what you're saying. Culture is going to tell you how to be successful. What if, hypothetically speaking, what if some of that wasn't true? Because Donovan, remember, you've talked about this in the difference of what culture says and what God says. Yeah. You've talked about this idea of the profit margin. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, listen, sometimes we get, I'm not even going to the advice we give. I'm going to go straight to finance first. When you're looking at what you spent for the year and what it cost you and all those kind of things, you actually find out what your profit is. Profit is what remains after you deduct what it costs for you to get it. After you deduct what it costs for you to get it, that's your profit margin. The issue is that we see in culture, maybe on social media, people are highlighting what they made before they deduct what it cost. And so for in essence, I'm talking about like people who say, oh, I'm this successful. I'm number one uh, best time selling author. And, um, you know, I have these this many properties and I have this much money. Tell me about how it affected your marriage, the, the, the specific path you took, how it affected your marriage. Tell me about the relationship with your kids. How did it impact that? Tell me about your health. How did it impact that? Because if I, you know, made a hundred thousand this month, but then I have to pay for medication because I wasn't sticking to my meal plan right. I have to pay for marriage counseling because I neglected my wife and then now I have to do something different with my kids because I didn't show up to none of their events. That's how we start to get a real look at what it was that you gained. Mm -hmm. And that's why the Bible warns us against selling our soul to obtain our dream. It's your dream. It's the dream that God gave you. He is not going to charge you for it, especially not at the cost of your soul or your health or the other things he's blessed you with. And that's what I want people to consider, man. What did it cost for you to get the thing that you have? That's how you identify if you really have a profit or not. 
Oh, that's so good. And I feel like also what we're saying in that way, and I want to be clear on this, God is not saying that you can't be relevant to culture. Yeah. He's not saying that at all. And I feel like this is important for us to say, Donovan, because I think sometimes people feel like, oh, if I follow God, like I'm now on the outs with culture. I'm not cool anymore. People can't relate to me. Oh, I can't be in Hollywood because this is the devil's playground. Or, oh, you can't be a businessman because you have to be dishonest or you have to compromise. You're going to have to be in areas that are a little bit more gray when you're relevant to culture. And on this podcast, we love the gray. We love the gray. We love the gray. It's not going to be pretty, pristine, black and white. Uh. Maybe God has called you to the gray. Maybe you don't have to listen to what everybody else's experiences are if you actually know what God might be calling you to. That gift and that talent, maybe it's leading you to Hollywood. But maybe you can transform culture by who you are. Maybe you can transform the way people see things by who you are. Because once again, you know where your divine fulfillment comes from. You decided, I'm going to plan to learn and know the God of the universe so that I can live from abundance and joy. Bro, I can't tell you how many times in my career that this has been something that I've had to think about. I'll give you an example. Donovan, you and I do this thing called Sabbath where we take a day off from everything that's going on so that we can stay aligned to God and spend time with family. And that practice has been so rooting in our lives. I'm so thankful. Sunset Friday to Sunset Saturday, you can't find me. (laughs) And this is something that I brought to the band because I knew this is something that I feel like I had to do so that I could maintain a relationship with God. And -hmm. it was a hard conversation to have. And I'm so glad that they understood me. And it hasn't slowed us down, thankfully. But there was one time where I almost thought it did. This is where I thought, oh, I'm going to have to do what culture tells me to do and just keep working, 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 working. We were about to tour with Kelly Clarkson, and she does Friday night shows. And I said, oh, my gosh. Well, this is where the band kicks me out. This is where they throw me out. (laughs) But Kelly Clarkson did the most amazing thing. She said, look, on Fridays, I want you guys to go before the sun sets. On Saturdays, after sunset, y'all will go on stage. Now, remember, this is a summer tour and the sun sets late. But the fact that she did that was so special. And I could still maintain that relationship and that alignment. But also what I've learned from that, and this is so important as a high performer, when you do something from your unique calling, when you understand the unique proposition that you're supposed to give to the world, and maybe some of you are still figuring that out, and that's why you're trying to have this conversation with God to understand it more. People are going to want the uniqueness inside of you, and they will make room for your uniqueness to shine. That's why we have to stay aligned. You know what's crazy about that, man? Because a lot of the times, Pete, the specific places that God has called us to, the way he called us to be there is actually going to be a sign of relief to the people around us because they've been wanting to do it too. But who's going to have the courage to say, hey, this is my Sabbath? Who's going to have the courage to say, hey, I'm not willing to manipulate people verbally like that. Let's just be honest with them and trust the outcome. Who's going to be willing to say, like, yo, this is the way that God has called us to do it? Who's going to be courageous enough to do that? Because I promise you, man, in these environments, 
a lot of people are looking for relief from the pressures of culture, from right, the cultural yeah. norms on how they should be doing what they've been called to do. And God is saying, look, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And he has sometimes put us in those situations to show people there's a there's a better way. There's a way that doesn't require a lack of sleep and, and struggles with insomnia and having to take medication and you know all these extra struggles. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord maketh one rich and he adds no toil with it. Maybe you've been called to that place to maximize your uniqueness, to show people what it looks like to be successful, absent toil. Dude, what you're saying is one of the key tenets of our podcast. Yeah. Purpose defines you. Mm. When you understand the purpose of your life as you understand that love transformed you for that purpose, then you don't let outside influences convolute your path. Mm. Because you understand whose you are and why you're here. That's why you don't have to sell your soul to obtain your dreams. And the last reason that we started this podcast, for you to be successful and fulfilled, your performance has to be optimized. Yeah. For you to be successful and fulfilled, your performance absolutely must be optimized. Let's get into some verses. Matthew 5, 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. And 1 Corinthians 9, 25. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Yeah. Donovan. Yeah. What are you hearing? What I'm hearing is that there's a there's a there's a reason for the saltiness that salt has. And it's about preservation. And I think that when it comes to us being optimized, what I'm seeing is that this is where impact happens. God has put something inside of us. And now that we have this relationship, this love partner, we have this time that we spent with him to become familiar with it. Now it's time to spread it throughout the world. And I think this is a part, the most important part for every high performer to hear. Like when it comes to optimization, this is where you're going to be impacting the culture. This is where the culture shifts and changes. That optimization is just that powerful. It can take the culture as it's been for decades and change it into something new and fresh and that honors God. And I think that that is what we really want at the end of the day as high performers to have that kind of influence and know exactly what to do with it. So that's what we're being optimized for, being optimized to have impact and influence so that God's glory may happen on earth as it is in heaven. Man, that is so good because that gets to one of the tenets of this podcast, impact activates you by faith. When you have faith in God and you trust him, because once again, you understand the love that's going to transform you and the purpose that he's defined you for. Now you're willing to undergo the training that is necessary to to preserve the saltiness and fervor of your call. Yeah. And I think that that's the most important thing here. When we look at these verses and you're asking me, what am I seeing here? I'm seeing the salt and how sometimes we just really don't understand how important it is for salt to be salty. What happens when salt is not salty? It is not able to do what it was intended to do. And that's not who you want to be in your industry. That's not who we want to be. Optimization is all about what I call limiting the leaks. Optimization means that I am doing what is best intended for me. 
And I think that that is a part where you've, you've learned so deeply through your relationship with God who you are and what you've been called for that you are no longer seeking to satisfy the culture. You're seeking to glorify God. That is one of the biggest places where temptation comes in for us to lose our soul, to sacrifice our soul, to sell our soul, to obtain our dreams. And this is what optimization does. It helps you to preserve your soul. And that's something that Kevin and I talk about in our personal time often. Preserve your soul. Don't lose your soul on the path to obtaining your dream. And so if anything I could say right now, it would be that the importance of optimization is how it preserves your soul and how it opens you to make true impact that's going to last not only for you, but for everyone who comes into contact with you. Oof. Dude, that is so powerful and deep. That's actually why I feel like so many of the high performance tips that we use yeah. are actually biblical. Yeah. We just don't know the right contextualization for them. It's good. Like, for example, this is one that I learned. Time management, right? What if that's a biblical concept? Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of Every opportunity. Another version says redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. One of the greatest assets that we have to God is our time. Mm -hmm. And if we don't know how to manage it effectively for the call of our lives, then we're allowing randomness and distraction to infiltrate our call. And now yeah. we cannot effectively be the saltiest salt that we're called to be on this earth. That's why yeah. we have to manage our time well. And on this podcast, we're so excited to talk about ideals like mindset, capacity, productivity, time management, because these are keys that God has given us in the Bible to figure out how to optimize his way for once again, holistic, joy, abundant success. That's it. That's it. But, but now, Donovan, I feel like we need to make a disclaimer here, right? Yeah, we do. Training with God? Ha, <laughs> ha. The greatest life coach ever mm. is not easy. As I said in the earlier verse, everybody who's supposed to compete in the games undergoes strict training. God is going to train you if you have faith in him. But once again, this is the impact on your community, on your sphere of influence, on your world that he's trying to bring out through the maximization of your uniqueness. This is going to be tough for you to be able to master who you are. But the one thing God promised is that he's going to be with you. He's going to be with us every step of the way. And that's one thing that keeps me encouraged throughout my days because, yeah, it might be challenging to maximize your uniqueness and weaponize your imagination in areas where you're more familiar with doing something different. You're more familiar with just going along. You don't want to rock the boat because what if you lose your job? Listen, God is going to sustain you. I told myself a while ago with this job that I have, I work a full shift every week. He said, they hired you, but you work for me. This helps me to not only preserve my soul, but also my joy and my clarity of where my help comes from. I understand that there's a paycheck. I understand that there's doors that they can open for me. But God says, listen, I am the one. If I open a door, no one can shut it. If I shut it, no one can open it. He said that your gift will make room for you. When I honor God, I'm not going to miss out on any great opportunity. But like Kevin said, I need to continue to submit myself to the discipline. And I want to throw this verse out there for you guys. It's Hebrews 12, 11. 
goes in line with what Kevin said. It says that um, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. That's Hebrews 12, 11. And it's just God connecting with us and saying, look, I, this is going to be painful, but it's nothing to be compared to the joyful life you're going to be able to produce as a result of going through this training. So go through this with us. There's a biblical promise attached to finding out how to live by faith in God for holistic success. And we want you to experience it just like we have. (laughs) That's so good, Donovan. That's what we're here for. Look, Donovan and I are not gurus. We're not pastors. I mean, Donovan's a life coach. I'm just, I'm a musician. But we're on this journey together. Throughout this whole podcast to understand what God says about success and fulfillment. And as we go through this, we're going to learn, we're going to share, we're going to grow. We may revisit episodes because we learned something new. Yes. Because God is always constantly tweaking us so that we may be optimized for his call. We hope that you can be on this journey with us because our purpose for this podcast, simply put, is for all of us to be high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature. So a quick recap of why we started this podcast. One, we believe that there's divine fulfillment waiting for you. Two, for you to know the plan, you must plan to know God. Mm -hmm. Three, you do not have to sell your soul to obtain your dreams. And four, for you to be fulfilled and successful, your performance has to be optimized. Now, we're always gonna leave y'all with some homework. It's called the Imagine Faith Talk Challenge of the Week. So the challenge for this week, we've told you a little bit of our story through the perspective of these four points. How do these four points apply to your story? Good. Take some time this week to journal about it. Think about it. What's the divine plan that you feel like God is calling you for? Do you feel like you have to sell your soul to obtain your dreams? Maybe you don't because we don't think you do. Mm. Take some time. Think about these points and see how it applies yeah. to your story because you may learn something that's going to blow your mind. Donovan, we just did our first episode, man. That was fun. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fulfilling, man. We oh, Just to find out that this is what we're supposed to be doing and we're getting it done, this is the fulfillment that we're talking about. This feeling can't be duplicated in any other arena, only in alignment. Absolutely, man. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. We're so excited to be on this journey with you all who are listening. And as we will yeah. say every single episode, love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Imagine Faith Talk. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to be on our journey with us, then there's a few things you can do. First, subscribe so you can know when the next episode drops and share it with a few people you think would enjoy it as well. Second, we'd love to hear from you. You can go to the bottom of our website, www.imaginefaithtalk.com and send us comments, prayer requests, or tell us topics you'd like to hear on the podcast or even questions you'd love us to answer. Third, follow us on socials at Imagine Faith Talk. It's all one word. We love you all and we'll see you on the next episode.